I'm going to laugh and just simply say, boy, did I mess that up. No BS Job Search Advice Radio, episode 2032. I'm Jeff Altman, the Big Game Hunter, and welcome. It's Friday, a few days before Christmas. I'm going to take time off between Christmas and I believe the first show back is Jan 4. It's the Monday after New Year's. And today's show is about reminders for... Going into a salary negotiation, I think you need to be given. Hope you find this helpful. Hope you give it a great review wherever you listen to the show. And I've got some nice announcements coming up after the new year. One of which, well, I'll just simply say I'm going from seven to five days uh, per week. And um, I just think it'll serve you better. Now with that, let's get going. Have you been struggling on your interviews? Are you not getting the results that you want? My course, my book, my Kindle book, The Ultimate Job Interview Framework, will help you dramatically improve your performance. Now, if you'd like the course, it's a video course that I offer through Udemy. You can order it at TheBigGameHunter.us or as a paperback or Kindle book on Amazon. What the course will teach you is really very simple. The best question to ask on an interview and when to ask it. How to answer the question, tell me about yourself, far better than anyone else would ever answer it. In addition, you'll be able to tell stories that connect the dots with the interviewer about how your background fits the role and be able to ask questions that are going to allow you not to step into the minefield that you've been in too many times before in your job search and in your career. So again, it's called the Ultimate Job Interview Framework. It's available on Udemy. That's U-D-E-M-Y dot com. Uh, or you could go to my course directly at TheBigGameHunter.us forward slash interviews. Again, available inexpensively as a course or as a paperback or Kindle book on Amazon. Now, let's get back to the show. Now, most people go into, into a negotiation and they're completely, you know, they screw the pooch. You know, what they do uh, is make huge mistakes all the way through the process. And then they come to the end of it and they're completely ill prepared. You know, the momentum is building for them to take a job or reject the job. And, you know, they, it's really outside of your control. So I want to help you put the brakes on mistakes. Uh, and in doing that, give you some pointers that are going to help you be far more effective when you're negotiating salary. Now, some of this is pretty basic stuff that I think you know. But you know, let's get, number one, clear about what's going to be necessary for you or unnecessary as part of your negotiation. And if you haven't done that before your first interview, you got to do it now. Take a little bit of time to, to pause uh, and sit with you know, a tablet or something else where you can jot a few notes down for yourself and really understand you know, what's going to be important to you in that, that next job or organization, what you'll need to see or hear to believe it's a good choice, and what money you're really going to need in order to accept the position there. Now, remember, take taxes into, into the equation. You know, it's one thing if you're in a zero state income tax uh, area now, but moving to New York, which is not a zero state income tax area. So get clear about your money. And number two, get an idea of your real value for the market area that you're looking for. 
using New York and Florida as an example, it's not helpful for you to use your New York salary as the benchmark when you're moving to Florida where the market is just doesn't pay as much. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do, you know, uh, try and push for as much money as possible, but you know, the salary level in Florida or New Mexico or Iowa is just different than in the big urban areas. So you have to adjust your expectations and then from there figure out whether this is something you can afford to do. Now, in doing all of this, I always remind people, you know, instead of getting fixated on the money, I want to remind you that your primary job is to make them fall in love. Make them believe that you're the right choice for, your, uh, for their organization. And really fixate on that as being your primary goal. Because after all, you know, the easiest set of circumstances is if you do a crappy job in your interview, in which case they offer nothing, right? And that's not what you want. You always want to be getting offers and impressing people because, number one, you never know where you run into these folks again. And number two is the more they're impressed, the more they're willing to pay for you, right? So, you know, when all this said and done, you have to make them fall in love with you. And from the employer perspective, they want to know why you're interested in their job. What is it about you and your experience that makes this attractive? Uh, in order to, you know, get them interested in you. Now, you know, as we go a little bit further along the, uh, the, the process, I always remind people, everyone's got an objection. You know, they're going to try and use objections in order to drive the price down or see if you'll cave a little bit. After all, I'm just going to use numbers hypothetically. If their budget goes to 100 and you're looking for 125 or you're trying to make 125, they may try and knock down uh, your thinking about this job, and that doesn't make them right. It's just the strategy on their part. It's a tactic that they're trying to employ. Uh, so, you know, try to anticipate some of the objections that you're going to run into. Well, you're making too much money for us. Is it really? Well, you know, I'm, I'm finding that a lot of organizations are, are really quite pleased by this. Have, have you really had a chance to look around at what the value is for, you know, for what I do? Have you really explored the market or is this just arbitrary budget stuff? Now, you can do that in a more graceful way, but understand, they're trying to knock you down and you're trying to push them back up. So recognize that this is called negotiation. It is not take it or leave it on either side. You know, a lot of folks have gotten lazy about this over the years. Uh, and I'm just here to remind you that culturally, if you're not used to negotiating, you got to start practicing. I know there are many cultures around the world where negotiation is the norm. And if that's not your experience, hey, walk into a McDonald's sometime. Walk into a Starbucks. Walk into any restaurant. And bef uh, before you, you know, as you order, uh, just simply say, is, can I negotiate with you about that? And I know that sounds like a ridiculous thing to do. After all, this is Starbucks. This is McDonald's. They never negotiate. Well, surprise, sometimes they do. Uh, so, you know, just play with it a little bit in terms of getting practice. Now, I want to remind you of one thing from your vantage point that I think is incredibly important. And that is, if you go into a negotiation with that attitude of win-win, remember... You know, so many organizations you know, try and teach win-win negotiation. Well, if it's a win-win negotiation, that means 
you're going to lose. You're going to give up too many points to them to make them feel good. They've got so much more money than you do. Don't focus on them winning. They can afford to pay a little bit more for you and to concede some other issues. Remember, win-win means that you, you, you lose. And thus, if you remember that, it also means you have to be prepared to say no. Now, if, if you're out of work and, and this is your only job offer, you're more likely to concede more things because you're anxious to get back to work, especially if you've been out for a long time. So recognize that and, and try to do things to get them to be a little bit flexible. So you know, one of the, the, the ways to demonstrate flexibility in terms of the money is to go, huh, um, thank you. You know, I'm, I'm really excited about joining your firm. And um, I, I think it's a very good offer. But, you know, I'm hearing about other offers that are just a touch better. Is it possible you could do a little bit better on this offer? Because what you're doing by asking that question is asking them to negotiate against themselves. You know, even if they, they ask it, well, where do you have other offers? Well, I've got an offer for $5,000 more for such and such place or $10,000 more from such and such place. Now, if you don't and you're out of work, don't be a jerk here. Then go humble on them and simply say, you know, I'm really flattered about this offer. Uh, and I'm inclined to say yes, but I have to ask you in all candor, could you do a touch better? And, you know, how much is it? You know, what, whatever you think would be appropriate. I, I, you know, at the end of the day, if this is it, I understand. But could you do a touch better? And thus, you know, be smart, be reasonable. Whatever they say after that point, say yes to the offer. Now, a lot of uh, friends of yours are going to encourage you to do some stupid things because it worked for them, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Remember, you're not a skilled negotiator. You're not someone who has filled you know, more than 1,200 positions plus consulting assignments like I have. You're not someone who does this all the time like I do. You're someone who does this once every few years, and even if it's once every few months. How many, how many temp assignments have you negotiated for yourself? 20? Maybe? Six? You know, how much experience do you really have? And how many opportunities have you blown through mistakes and tactics? You know, so be reasonable here. Don't blow an opportunity and you know, by, by overshooting what's reasonable. Again, remember, I told you to get an idea of your value as you at the beginning of this search and as you, and before you do any more interviews. Get an idea what the market pays for what you do so that you're crystal clear about what your real value is. Now, I also want to remind you, it's incredibly important to just find the time and the place to unwind. You know, what happens for so many folks is because this is so important for you, you become deadly serious and you become so tense in everything that you do that the result winds up being that this just stops being fun for you. And yes, it's business, but you can't go uh, crazy on them. 
you need to find a way to discharge the tension. Get to the gym. If it's winter and you're a skier, go skiing, go ice skating. If it's summer, go for a run. You know, get, get to the gym and run. And if you're not a runner, walk. Do something aerobic that's going to take the tension out of your system so that this way you, know, you can keep your emotions in check. Remember, you know, like they say in The Godfather, if it ain't business, it's not business, uh, it's not personal, it's business. So, you know, even if at the end of the day they say, no, that's the best that we can do, you know, I know it's disappointing, but just remember that at the end of the day, there's an opportunity there for you that may be worth taking. So that's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, here are a few more ways to get information and advice from me. First of all, visit my website, which is TheBigGameHunter.us. Go to the blog. There's a lot there to help you. In addition, if you need interview advice, I've created a course called The Ultimate Job Interview Framework, available as a video on Udemy.com. That's U-D-E-M-Y.com, or available as a paperback or for Kindle on Amazon and will help you stand out in a great way on your interviews. Also, if you're interested in my coaching you, there's a button on the site that says schedule. Schedule time for a free discovery call or schedule yourself in for coaching. I will love to help you. I'm able to help with regard to interview preparation, leadership coaching, salary negotiation advice, making a good decision between different offers, anything related to improving yourself in the workplace. If you have questions for me, you can schedule 15 minutes with me at TheBigGameHunter.us forward slash live, or an even less expensive way is at TheBigGameHunter.us forward slash video answers, where you can leave a message for me and I'll respond with a three to five minute video. Please financially support the podcast by clicking the button below and pledging whatever you'd like. I really appreciate it. Finally, watch me on TV. Download the Job Search TV app for Fire TV, Fire Stick, or Roku, or BingeNetworks.tv for Apple TV and 90-plus smart TV platforms. I'll be back tomorrow with more. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day. Be great!